Hi everyone, it's Nicola Burton here from Music Means Business and I have got the Triple M boys from Pushworth, Manny, Michael and Mark with me today. Hi boys. Hello. Howdy. Hello everyone. Good. Um, Good. We wanted Good. to talk well. today about money. It's, a, it's an issue that um, when you're in the music industry, there's never enough of it. Um, we never get paid fast enough. I guess we all feel the same way. There's, it, it's, like a, it's quite emotional. It's quite a challenging topic. And so we thought we'd, we'd talk about it today to try and add additional perspective um, to try and find ways moving forward when we're out of this um, lockdown, post-lockdown, where we can perhaps try some different practices together to change our relationship with the music industry and money. So, who wants to go first? What do you reckon, boys? Well, I'm happy to go first. No drama. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, yes, money uh, is an important aspect of what we do because it allows us to, obviously, to proceed with what we want to do in life, pay our bills, and, you know, you want to make a career of something. So, uh, I, like, I guess you need that wonderful, you know, say, rub at the green. Um, I guess from a broad brush point of view, without going into absolute specifics, you need the business plan. Uh, a business plan is, you know, like is important. When you don't plan, you actually do plan. You actually plan to actually fail. So the reality is you need the business plan. So if you're an artist and, like, and you want to proceed with a career, you need to put at least a 10-year vision. It's like any other career that you, you know, want to undertake. So you know the album cycles in Australia are one year off, one year on, and you can build it in the off year, you can actually build an international profile and you can build other marketplaces. So you can almost set up a cash flow scenario based on a 10 year plan. And that, that's the broad brush. So the micromanagement point of view would then be, how do I derive income? So first and foremost, obviously, you, you perform live in Australia. You set up your shows. Um, you work out your annual budgets. You have an understanding of when you want to record, where, where you want to record, how much that will be, what studio you want to use, and then you need to plan your release a strategy and you need to budget that up again. So it's a plan which is, a, you know, for me, I, I do an initial year of, five years with every act that I start working with. It's a five year plan. Um, and like, and that's a minimum. So you need to start thinking about your career in terms of a long range arrangement. And from there, you could start structuring your life accordingly. So yeah. I'll leave it to the rest of the guys to get into the micro side of things. So that's more for the, like if you're a cover artist who are funding your original project with your covers. Um, so that's that's the pathway that Manny works with uh, Music Means Business and the Manic Artists and Label. So Michael, you're dealing with a lot of artists that have to fund, I guess, solo, duo, band, feature shows. Yeah. What do you reckon? What are some tips? Yeah, I think with 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 all musicians, it's really important to um, to firstly budget and to and to work out how. How you need, how you obviously need to invest your money back into your business to make it work, so you can continue to keep coming up with new concepts and keep coming up with different ways for your act to progress. Because you can't 
I think in the music industry, just do one thing all the time. I think you need to have a whole bunch of different things that you're able to do so that you're not just pigeonholing yourself or just being this one sort of mono focus. Yeah, yeah one dimensional. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, that, that's really important to do. And um, I think a, a, a really important thing is if you're not working with an accountant, maybe have a look at working with an accountant that especially understands the music industry because it's a little bit of a unique industry and having an accountant that understands, um, you know, the unique challenges and different things like that, will it, it just makes such a big difference to the way you, you, where you spend your money, where you invest your money, how you save your money and all those sort of things as well. Um, yeah, I think that's a, a really important thing, you know, that, that people do view it as, a business, not just as a hobby or I just go out yeah. and do this on the weekends. Because I think yeah. the moment you start treating it like a business, it, it becomes a business. Way yeah, because how hard was it when this all hit? Do I go on job seeker? Do I go on job keeper? What's the structure of my entity? Am I a trust, a not for profit, a partnership, a company, a sole trader? And so many artists fell, fell between the tracks, the, the, the cracks, sorry. And so having an accountant, like you say, because you've got a pretty good one, Michael, so have we. Um, and it's, it really helps to have someone to understand, okay, your entire life as well as what you want to do, like Manny said, in 10 years' time, so that you, they can help advise you what's the right thing to do moving forward. Yeah. Yeah. No, thank you. And Mark, a very hungover Mark. <laughs> well, how, how does, talk, talk to me about how... Um, your, your relationship is with money when you're curating programs for venues. Talk to me about that. Um, well, it's money. It's always an interesting topic, but that said, um, you know, we do sort of find that the guys that put that little bit of extra time, that little bit of extra effort into actually investing back into their own products, whether that be, you know, solo, duo, band, etc., are the ones that is they're just so much easier to get across the line with the venue. Um, they've got their social media presence, you know, down pat. The venue's actually getting banked back out of the act of booking. So yeah. it's, you know, investing in yourself is, is investing in more gigs down the line. It's yeah. the more you can give the venue, the more gigs are going to come out of it when it comes down to it. So yeah. critical, and critical. You can sort of push the envelope you to a little bit with um, the pricing structure. If you've got a, a music brand that's cutting through the noise of the market, you can actually push to maybe get a little bit extra if you can demonstrate exactly. that value. Exactly right. I mean, yeah. we know there's, you know, there's thousands of acts out there trying to do exactly the same thing. So that, yeah. that little bit of extra difference can be what makes a venue, you know, constantly come back to a particular act and go, like, yeah. we get value for money with this act and what they deliver. So massive, yeah. massive. So really what it boils down to, guys, is two things. We need the budget and we need the business plan, right? So, look, Google um, anything. You can get, there's budgets out there everywhere. I think um, there's a free budget template in Google Sheets. There's actually a few of them that actually work for the music industry. Look, there's five things to think about when you're doing a budget. So, the first one is what are you spending? What are you spending in your life and what are you spending in your music business? So, write it all down. So, what apps are you subscribed to? That's a killer because sometimes we forget about that. And we've all in this lockdown gone, shit, I forgot about that. And you, when you go through and add it all up, you know, it's quite a bit. So really look at your apps, look at your credit card. What am I subscribed to? Forget that spending under control. 
And as Manny said, if you don't know where you're going, that spending is not really going to match your business plan. So you've got to sort of do them together in tandem. The next one is put a savings plan together, even if it's just $5 a week, $10 a week. Before you know it, you won't even notice it. It goes into another account. And then, you know, a rainy day happens, which we're in right now. You've got that savings behind you. The next one is a cushion. Number three is kind of, I think, the thing that's got everybody in, you know, by surprise with this lockdown. If you didn't have a cushion, you were pretty screwed. So having that cushion, and it's usually between six to eight weeks, and you just put it away like the savings plan. And yeah, it's hard to do that. But if you can discipline yourself to put it away, it means when something like this happens, you're okay. Or when, you know, you're talking to Manny and you've got this release you want to have happen, you've got your cushion there. And you, it's not, you're not going to make desperate decisions because you've got the finance there. And you kind of get used to it. And it's like you're investing in yourself constantly by making some different financial choices. Number four is your investment strategy, obviously. And as Manny said, it's quite, a, you know, it's quite expensive when you've got to do a tour and a release. So being able to demonstrate to yourself, what's the return on investment? If I'm actually going to put 10, 20,000 into this release, how am I going to get that back? So that's where the business plan strategy really helps you. And number five, finally, is earning the right to risk. As I, as I was saying earlier to Mark, it's like going to the pokies and being prepared to throw $200 and it doesn't matter if you don't get it back. Cool. And sometimes in the music business, you kind of have to take a risk. And you might, it might not come back, but it is part of your financial strategy. So look, we'll be talking about a music business plan in another video coming up. But what I would like to recommend all of you, listen to the boys, they've all got their budgets happening. Google, find a budget template and go through those five things. And I think it will probably help you moving forward when we get out of this, so that we're a little bit more financially fluid and we're not sort of living day to day we're not making desperate decisions because of money we're actually more empowered how does that sound yeah mm -hmm. yeah great anybody else want to have anything to say about money no, i think covered it really we just need well. more of it <laughs> absolutely absolutely bring it on and over the next few weeks yeah. ladies and gentlemen we're going to be inviting some industry professionals and some artists and some actors and some comedians who can also come sort of way into where we're coming from as well yeah. to impart their, 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 like, I guess their slice of wisdom, so to speak. Oh, so uh, tune into our, our, our podcasts. Yeah. Thank you so much, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. -bye.